Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about money likes speed. Money likes speed. So this month, in the month of September of 2022, we're doing a financial stewardship challenge to become both highly skilled and disciplined and consistent and managing and multiplying everything that God has entrusted to us. And we're going to be breaking down this parable of the talents this month. Looking at the parable of the talents, I believe it's Matthew 25. We're also going to be looking at the parable of the minus coming from Luke. And just looking at these examples of how these, these guys stewarded what was entrusted to them, how they multiplied it and managed it. And one of the concepts I've learned, we're going to see it in this passage today. It says the guy that was given the most, that was entrusted with the most, and he multiplied it. It says there's an interesting little phrase in the book of Matthew. It says he went at once. As soon as he had what was entrusted to him, as soon as he had it, it says he went at once. And one of the principles I've learned is money likes speed. Money likes speed. I don't know how many people, you know, typical people have been around that are millionaires or billionaires, but for whatever reason, it seems like God has always surrounded me with these people all of my life. My mom makes the comment all the time to me. She's like, how, how is it that, that these people just always end up surrounding you? I had a personal training job one time at a country club and every single client was a millionaire or a billionaire. I've just been surrounded by these people. It seems like all my life, God is just surrounded with me, with these people that are millionaires and billionaires. Spending time with them, having meals with them, just learning from them, learning how they approach money, how they think about money. They think about it differently. And one of the biggest things I've learned is that these people follow this principle of money likes speed. They make very quick decisions. As soon as they have resources or money or access or an idea or a vision. They take action. They make very quick decisions. They put that money to work. We're going to see here in this parable, it says he went at once and took that money and started trading with it. And he multiplied that money. He went at once. Money likes speed. And so we're going to be asking for God's help today to help us to understand this principle and to help us to put it into practice consistently in our lives. To help us to walk in this the way that he intended us to. Now, some of you might be asking, you know, communion every day. Why are we taking communion every day? Well, about 10 years ago, I had pretty much no spiritual life whatsoever. I was doing life on my own without God, doing things my own way. At the time, I was running my personal training gym business. And the business got into some tough times. I had some months where I was losing thousands of dollars in a month. I just had the weight and stress and pressure of the business on me. And I remember getting to this place of going for a walk with my wife and telling her over and over, there's got to be a better way to live. And shortly after that, I came across a challenge to start reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day. And one day while reading Proverbs, Proverbs 13, 22 seemed to jump off the page at me. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse got me thinking, what's the most valuable thing we can pass on to future generations? I came to the conclusion the most valuable thing we could pass on would be wisdom or teaching or training for how to truly live. And so I made a commitment. I want to pass on manuals and lessons and teaching. I want to pass these things on for every area of life. Areas like purpose and health and family and finances, order, time and community. But really, when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, I began to totally immerse myself 
in the things of God, my relationship with him began to grow. He began to teach me this whole new way to live, this completely different way to operate my life. Learning how to rest and how to trust in him to allow his grace to flow through us, to allow him to do the work. Now, it wasn't always easy all the time. This meant I had to unlearn a lot of what I had learned before. Had to let go of some old ways to learn how to walk out this new way of living. And I just began to document the things that I was learning and the things that he was taking me through. And it turned into a series of books and courses and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. But out of everything we do in the Abundant Life Blueprint, I do believe the most important lesson I would want to pass on is daily communion. Jesus says, as often as you do this, as often as you take communion, remember me. And there's something so powerful about just taking a few moments every day to remember. To remember that he's with you. As you're facing the busyness and the demands of life coming at you today, just taking a moment to remember. Wait a minute, he's with me. I was just talking about this with my kids today. They're getting ready to go to school and talking about how, you know, when you sit down to take a test or sit down to take a quiz, just take a moment to remember. God's with you. Just take a moment to give thanks, give gratitude that he's with you. It's really important that we do that, I believe, every day. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six, every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all of the benefits found in this new covenant. But it's also important we take it the right way. Every time we take communion, we take it with the fear of the Lord. With deep awe and reverence and honor for the sacrifice of Jesus. All that he was willing to go through is so we could be connected back to God. To walk out this new life connected with God. In partnership with him. So the process we typically use, we start with about a two minute long prayer. That's mostly scripture. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves. Because the Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick and they die early because they don't examine or judge themselves before taking communion. And if communion has the power to do that in the negative, I believe it has the power to make us healthy and strong and give us long life, if we take it the right way. And then after our time of communion, we take a couple minutes to talk about some physical fitness tips. Because I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. So let's get started with our prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them, and our church and governmental leaders. I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, who would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. 
and you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace and all that you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we're going to go through the other half of prayer. This is our time to examine ourselves. Are we making today a masterpiece? Because it's always called today. We have to learn how to walk out our faith today, this day today, making today a masterpiece. And masters of anything are simply masters of the fundamentals. And that's where we talk about executing our four fundamentals and bringing some presence and some fun and some energy into them today. But before we go through the fundamentals, let's remember God's got a process. When he took the people from Egypt to the promised land, there were some steps and stages along the way. It didn't all just happen in one day. And in a similar way, for us to step into the promises and the inheritance that God has for us in Christ, I think there's some steps and some stages along the way. I think it starts with us believing God's got something better for our life, better than we could ever ask or think or dream or imagine, and then it's being willing to move forward with his plan. Because often his plan looks impossible. And then it's learning to put off our old ways and to walk out this new way of living, walking in faith, walking in love, walking in humility, learning to rest and how to trust in him and allow his beautiful plan to unfold in his perfect timing. And that's where I think these four fundamentals come in. Our first one, we got to get positioned in the light today. Every day we have a decision to make. We can walk in the light or we can walk in darkness. When we're walking in the light, we're walking in faith, we're walking in love, we're walking in kindness, humility, gentleness, walking in forgiveness. And the shortcut to all of this that I found is very simple. Be thankful. Be thankful in all circumstances. When we stay positioned in thanksgiving, it keeps us positioned in the light. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with people. And it's a big deal because when we step into the light, we're stepping into Christ. And God has taken everything that he has and he put it all in him. And we get this amazing opportunity. We get access to all those good things today. Think about this. You have access to God's peace, his joy, his love, his spirit, his power, his health and energy. You don't have to use your own. You can have his peace and his joy. His energy, his health flowing through you today. So our first step is to get in position. We've got a decision to make. And we have to do it every single day. Our second step is to magnify the light. We're going to turn up the brightness of this light within us. And it's going to expand the capacity where God can flow through us more of all these good things. It's also going to help us become more consistent in this. And to magnify the light, I think of the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. 
one basket full of all the issues and problems that we face. We can fill it up with venting and complaining and pouting, toiling away in our mind, trying to figure everything out. Or we can fill up the other basket, the basket of praise, praising God for who he is, praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ, praising him for all that he's done for us personally in our lives. Staying focused on all the things that are going well. Which basket are we going to fill up? So to magnify the light, we're going to fill up that basket of praise. This is not denying that there's issues or problems. Rather, it's choosing to fill up that basket of praise and focus on it. And even in the face of those issues and problems. And that's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms. Because when we're out of position or we're magnifying the wrong things, it's going to produce some symptoms in our life. You might find yourself snapping at people, retaliating at people, getting frustrated, angry, down. You have all the weight and heaviness and pressure sitting on you. You might find yourself avoiding people or giving them the silent treatment. You got the fear and the stress and the worry, dreading things in the future, reliving bad things from the past, lacking presence usually. But when we take our position in the light, there's rest in our soul. There's fullness and completion in him. We have fellowship with God, fellowship with people. And when we rest, God goes to work. And all those good things he put in Christ begin to flow through us. And now when he's doing the work, everything is free and easy and effortless and energizing. There's a lightness in your spirit. It feels like you're kind of in that flow state. That's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms. And if we ever get off track, Turn it back around quickly. This is a skill set we can develop to turn it back around quickly. And the good news is it just takes a moment to do. We can turn back around, get back in the light in about a couple seconds. How do we do it? We recognize the symptoms and then we humble ourselves. Father, forgive me. I've missed it. I'm off track right now. We receive that forgiveness from him. We forgive ourselves. We receive, uh, we walk in forgiveness with other people. And then I like to pray this very simple prayer to help to reprogram those buttons. Because sometimes our buttons get pushed in life and we get out of position. And it's learning to recognize, all right, what areas are pushing my buttons in life? And we can reprogram those. And I like to do it with this very simple prayer. Father, thank you that what you put within me is more than enough to handle whatever that situation was. You name it or whatever it may be. Help me to tap into your grace and all that you put in me so that when that button gets pushed, your grace flows in that area from this point on in my life. And you go through that simple process. You get right back in the light. Everything begins to flow again. It's a beautiful thing. And then our third fundamental, we've got to stay tuned in today. Every day, God's trying to teach us and train us. You get positioned in the light. You start magnifying the light. You can be amazed at all the communication he's trying to send your way. But we've got to stay tuned into him. We've got to be listening for him. My favorite way to do this is with the journal before bed. I like to start at the top with what I call some filters. These filters are little short phrases that I keep rewriting over and over. To help me stay in rhythm and in step with God. To filter my decision making. I like to start at the top. What's the big picture vision? Where do I feel like God is leading me in my life? For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world. Making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then I want to bring it down into this year. What's the word or vision or direction God gave me for this year? For me personally, this year it's 2022. The year of the beautiful land. So I keep rewriting these things every night. And then I want to bring it down into this month. 
This month, we're working on financial stewardship. So I just keep rewriting that phrase. Steward well, financial stewardship. Keep, keep rewriting those things over and over again. And then this week, we talk about our yearly cycle updates. We're talking about turn it around. This is, we're in the, we're in the time of teshuva on God's calendar. A time to turn it around. And the, the financial table turner, the thing that I found that can turn the tables financially the fastest, it's getting an agreement. Getting an agreement with God, getting an agreement with your spouse, getting an agreement with any business partners that you have on the decision making that you make to steward those finances. Can turn the tables faster than anything. So we're going to say tune into him. Then I like to start my journal with gratitude and praise to get in position and to magnify what went well today. What are the wins for today? What are the ways I saw God showing up today? And then I like to ask this question. God, what were you trying to show me today? And get still and listen and whatever comes into my mind, begin to write those things down. And then I like to bring my journal all the way down into today. That's where I like to plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with our fourth fundamental. What do I know to do today? What do I know to do today? That becomes the plan for the day. Because I learned sometimes I was getting out ahead of God, toiling away in my mind, trying to figure things out and force things to happen. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. And those things begin to pile up on the inside. You feel that overwhelm and the lack of clarity that you get. So I've learned to stick with, what do I know to do today? That becomes the plan for the day. And we wake up like a kid on Christmas morning, excited for the day, because this is the day that the Lord has made. And we get the day started right by remembering this very important principle, that the first thing out of our mouth every morning sets the tone for the whole day. And I feel like God has shown me this is something we can imitate him in. With the first words we see him speak in the Bible, to set the tone for the whole Bible. Let there be light. And so now those are the first words out of my mouth in the morning. Let there be light. And it's amazing how such a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. And then we get connected with him and his word. We start praising and magnifying him. We start walking out that plan together with him in full confidence in him. that He's right there with us every step of the way. And when we get to that place of confident faith, it does something like make us magnetic. We get all that doubt and unbelief removed. His grace begins to surge through us. He begins to go to work. He begins to beautify our lives. He brings these beautiful solutions into our life. These good and perfect gifts from above. These things that we can never make happen on our own. And beauty is attractive and magnetic and begins to pull more and more of everything God has for us into our life. Let's take a look at this scripture today. Money like speed. In the parable of the talents, I believe it's Matthew 25. It says that the kingdom of heaven is like a, a master who's going away on a journey. He leaves some of his property. He entrusts managers of his property according to their ability. So the first guy is given five talents. He's given the most. we got one guy given five talents, another guy given two talents, another guy given one talent. The first guy is given five talents. And here's what it says. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them and he made five talents more when did he go right away he did not procrastinate money likes speed and so we gave an assignment yesterday 
Our first assignment for managing is we got to figure out what has God given us. This guy knew he'd be given five talents. We need to get an accounting in place. We need to get an accounting in place. What have you been entrusted with? What are your assets? What are the things that you have? What are the amounts in your bank accounts? What is your house worth? What is your car worth? What are the assets that you have? What are your liabilities that you have? What are the debts that you owe? And then what is your forecasted income and expenses for this month coming up? And we're going to talk about what to do with these. But I want to set the tone here, the principle. One of the keys to unlocking finances and stewarding well is this very principle. Money likes speed, fast decision-making. We're going to talk about how to make those decision-making, the, the decisions, how to make the decision-making, how to make the decisions and to steward well. But the principle is once we know what to do, we got to take action. we got to set this precedent in our life. Once we know what to do, we got to take action. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you for all that you've entrusted with us. We thank you that you are helping us to manage and to multiply and to steward well all that you've given us. And we're asking for insight into this principle of money like speed, how he went at once. The guy who had the most ability was entrusted with the most. He went at once. And we're asking for your help to follow this example. To help us to walk in this consistently, to be fast decision makers, to put things into practice consistently. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take a moment to remember God sent us his one and only son. He sent us Jesus for our sins, for the ways that we've missed it, the way we've messed up. We'd all turned astray. We'd all gone off track. And he laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. He was crushed by God. He was destroyed by God. So that Jesus could destroy the works of the devil, give us abundant life, give us this Zoe life on the inside of us, this life of God, this life connected with God. Sets us free from the old, puts it in the past. Gives us this fresh start in life. Father, we just thank you for this bread and all that it represents. We ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. And remember, when we're truly taking this in faith, you should have this amazing sense of peace, not your peace, God's peace, flowing through your body as you take this bread. When you're truly in faith for the sacrifice of Jesus, there should be an amazing sense of peace. I can feel it right now. So Father, we thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He makes his people great. His blood washes us and cleanses us, makes us new, gives us this fresh start in life, this life connected to God, this covenant relationship with God. God is with us. God is for us. And that should be bringing some joy into our body right now. 
Just to think about, I've got the creator of the heavens and the earth, the creator of it all, the almighty God. He's with me. He's for me. Jesus's blood has washed me and cleansed me. He's given me a fresh start. Today is a new day. I get to walk it out together in partnership with God. That should bring some joy into our life today. Peace and joy. Father, I thank you for this cup. We ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right. Health and fitness. The guy went at once. Let's walk in consistency in our health and fitness. There's a lot of times what I've seen in the area of health and fitness. People know what to do, but they don't take action. This principle has got to roll into other areas of our lives as well. When we know what to do, be people who take consistent action. You don't have to do anything fancy, but you got to take consistent action. In your health and fitness, are you putting it into practice? Are you going at once? Hey, here's what I know to do, and I'm going to walk it out today. And being consistent at that. I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint and our financial stewardship challenge, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.